Thanks for listening to Worship Local. This is a special podcast because October is Pastor Appreciation Month. I know, I know, I'm just a little bit late on this one, but not too late. So this podcast is my way of saying a couple days late, Happy Pastor's Appreciation Month, Andrew Self. Like all of you know, Andrew and his family are now working faithfully for a church down in Texas, so Andrew is not our pastor anymore. But in another sense, Andrew will always be our pastor. And so despite the miles between us, I wanted our church to honor Andrew during Pastor Appreciation Month. So in this brief podcast, I want to share a few things that make Andrew such an amazing pastor. We'll hear a few things from our church members about Andrew. And ultimately, I hope this podcast helps you love and support your pastors better. So, Andrew is one of my best friends. During our, uh, during our five or six years of serving together, by watching Andrew closely, I learned how to be a pastor, and I really mean that. There are tons of things that I could say about the way that God used Andrew's pastoral ministry to shape our church or to bless my life or to move the kingdom of God forward in the city of Des Moines. Um, but one of the things that best exemplifies the type of pastor that Andrew is, is actually just a simple fact about Andrew's self that you may or may not know. One simple fact, and this fact tells a much larger story than the fact itself. Some of you know this fact about Andrew, some of you don't, but if you served on the setup team or if you showed up early on Sunday mornings, you'll know this little truth about Andrew, but maybe to a lot of you... <laughs> this this will be a new fact. <laughs> Here's the fact. Andrew brought an extra pair of clothing to church on a lot of Sunday mornings. <laughs> Think about that fact for just a second. So many people wrongly understand pastoral ministry as only what they see in public. Pastoral ministry is the hour that he preaches or the public stuff when he's saying hello and goodbye to people at the Sunday gathering or when he's serving communion or when he's using people's names. And all of those events are really, really important. Pastoral ministry is not less than its public components, but it is certainly more than its public components. And the fact that Andrew brought an extra pair of clothing on Sunday mornings testifies to that fact. Because for Andrew, pastoral ministry is just as much about lifting heavy amps and stacking chairs early in the morning than it was about being in front of people. And so Andrew would show up so early on Sunday mornings, and he would work so hard on Sunday mornings that the brother would sweat through a pair of gym clothes before the service. And I think that's the most awesome thing ever. Andrew worked so hard for our church that it's almost like he went through an entire grueling workout or practice before the big game even started. Um, they say that people are who they are in private when nobody else is watching them. And I hesitate to say this for fear of being misunderstood, but Andrew, I think is even larger in private than he is in public. 
the fact that he brought an extra pair of clothes on Sunday mornings testifies to a reality about the way that God built Andrew. He pastors just as hard in the dark as he does in the light. In fact, when Andrew was transitioning out of Iowa and back to Texas, one of the pastors asked him during one of our elder meetings how we can best serve him. And there's so much to that question, right? There there are all these moving details about how to serve the cell family, these financial burdens, the emotional burdens of leaving the people that you love. And so there are a million different ways that Andrew could have answered that question. And um, as I tell this story a couple of months later, I can still hardly, I can still hardly believe the answer that he gave. When he said it, it was just like waterworks pouring out of me. I was like, this is Andrew's self. And again, it's a really simple response, but it embodies who Andrew is and, in my opinion, what a pastor is. And so, when one of our pastors asked about how they could best serve Andrew in his transition, he told the pastors, I just want you guys to do a good job caring for Cole. <laughs> I just can't even imagine that type of selflessness. Of all the ways that Andrew could have answered that question, I just couldn't believe it. And only God can make a man like that. And so to honor Andrew, dude, I I hope you're listening to this podcast. And I just want you to hear from a couple of our people, Andrew. But first, I, I want you to hear from your wife, Tracy. Hi, Cole. Hi, Frontier. This is Tracy Self. Um, I would say first, as I've said before, that Andrew is steadfast and faithful. He honors his commitments to me, to our family, and to the church. He not only shows up giving of himself at a Sunday gathering or another church function, but he shows up in the lives of those he shepherds. His heart is for the hidden work of discipleship. Yes, he can plan and execute all the important details of an event, But I think what he enjoys the most are pastoral moments that no one ever sees. He's discipled church members through fighting sin, getting tough medical diagnoses, crumbling marriages, addictions, church hurt, divisive issues, and much more. He has a special heart for the marginalized, for those who suffer, and those who feel like outsiders, because he's experienced those things himself. So he's always looking for ways to make God's church look more whole and united. There are too many individual stories for me to relay, so I'll do this. A day in the life of Andrew Self once included meeting a younger brother in the faith at 5.30 a.m. for Bible, prayer, and confession, heading over to a community group member who was not feeling well's apartment to take out her trash, having a pastoral meeting, coming home to check on me and the kids and then work from home, picking up groceries for us, helping me host a new new family from church for dinner, and then after the kids were in bed, both of us going to hang out with our neighbors to talk about life and who Christ is. This wasn't every day, and he definitely takes Sabbath seriously, but as you can see, faithful, hardworking, sacrificial. I love you, babe. Happy Pastor Appreciation. Hey self, this is uh, Spade. I just wanted to offer you some encouragement. That 50 bucks you owe me, uh, just forget about it. 
like obviously you know we're just not going to see it again uh and uh just i don't know hopefully that brightens your day (laughs) no man we miss you up here uh but just to let you know the foundation that you help lay with your um selfless service throughout the week not only just to newcomers but to members Um, that foundation is continuing to grow and a big part of uh, us coming back together and and getting to have a bigger minivan as we're talking about this week cole will explain it um is definitely through the work that you've done so you may not see it anymore but we definitely feel it um feel it here and we uh, definitely appreciate you doing that uh for us here so thanks man yep Oh, hey, Andrew. I wrote this in 2017 when we were nominating elder candidates. Um, I believe that God has a sense of humor. And one way that he shows his comedy comedy is an irony. One of the greatest ironies I've encountered in my days on earth is your last name. You are not selfish in the least. You are always opening your home, putting others first, making outsiders to the church feel welcome, and giving, giving, giving to the mission of Jesus Christ. I don't want to downplay how awesome you are and how much you have put into this church. Our conversations are all gospel-centered. You're a fun guy to be around. And even though you are introverted, you constantly die to yourself to make others feel like they're the most important people in the world. I appreciate all that you've given to my family, all that you have done for us, whether it be moving us in 20-degree weather, or even talking about Alex Jones things and giving me ammunition and stuff. Um, Andrew, you're a great friend, and I miss you, and I've enjoyed you. All all the encounters I've had. Thanks, man. Love you. So, it's Pastor's Appreciation Month, and so I thought that it would be helpful, like I've been doing for the last couple of weeks, to also answer the question, what does a pastor do? Right, A, a pastor is not just a decision maker who is a part of a board of voters. A pastor is not just somebody who is really gifted. A pastor is somebody, biblically, who oversees the souls of the members of a local church. Here's here's the way that Paul describes his pastoral ministry in 1 Thessalonians. This is one of my favorite, this is like one of my favorite all-time Bible verses about the way that a pastor speaks to a congregation. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians, quote, So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had become very dear to us. And so, a pastor is somebody who shares his own life with the congregation. His life. In other words, he's not just a mechanical dispenser of true information. He's not just a public speaker. He's not just a public performer who's called to do a couple public tasks once a week. He's not even just a teacher who only tells the truth. All those components are important. But a pastor is somebody who shares his life with his church along with the gospel. He opens his home to his church. He spends time with people in his church at the coffee shop. The problems of his church members are not 
a barrier to his ministry. They are his ministry. He's transparent and he's open about his own struggles. He eats with his church members and he drinks with his church members and he prays with his church and he shares his favorite movies with them and he exhorts them and warns them and admonishes them and laughs with them and feasts with them. He shares his life with them. And that's probably what Andrew did best as a pastor at Frontier Church. He was a great leader for us, a great preacher, a great counselor. Um, But he didn't just share the gospel with us. He shared his own life with us. And this is so different than just seeing pastors as the church's CEOs or as the highest rung on the corporate ladder of church. And this is how I want Frontier Church to see your pastors. We want you to see our pastors as men who are called to share their very lives with you. That's the pastor that Andrew is, and that's the pastor who I hope all of our pastors will become. Andrew? Andrew? Yeah. Hey, Andrew. This is Katie Waddell. Um, I just want to say, um, you know, we appreciate you as a pastor, and we know that you're doing great things there in Texas, and I really pray for your heart and Tracy's heart and your family and the support that you have there. And you are greatly missed here. But um, most of all, I just know you have a heart for the kingdom and you are fighting the fight for joy and for um, glorifying God here on earth. And it does not go unnoticed. So I want you to know, keep it up. Dig those heels in and know that each and every person that comes to Christ through you is just blessed to have you in their life. And I just pray that you know that, that you are encouraged through that. So keep it up. Good job. We do miss you. Bye. What do I, do I just start now? Just talk into it. Keep it going too afterwards. Oh, and okay. Uh, hey, Andrew, it's Alex Menser. Um, I just wanted to thank you for um, not just being my friend and not just being my brother, but you were... Um, a pastor. You were a shepherd to me in a time that I didn't even know what a shepherd looked like or what it should be like, but you really came alongside me in a rough time and you guided me and you, you were that person for me. So thank you so much for being an example and for being um, really what I needed when I needed it. Um, yeah, I just, I appreciate you and your family so much. I miss you so much. I can't wait to see you guys again. Um, yeah, I love you guys a lot. Bye. Thank you. You did it. Yes. Appreciate you, Alex. Hey, Andrew, it's Monica. I just wanted to say hi, actually. We miss you all here. I hope you guys are settling in well. And I really hope you guys are resting well. I want you guys to know that we are learning to thrive in new ways without you. We have definitely felt your absence, but we've also felt the spirit moving. And I hope you felt the same. Andrew, I just want to remind you that the Todds love the selves. We miss you guys. We hope God's working in your city and working in you guys. We love you and uh, we can't wait to see you again. Have a good Pastor's Appreciation Month. Appreciate you. Dear Andrew, I miss you, but it's also good. Um, 
I've been doing Porterbrook, and they talk a lot about uh, discipleship and leadership. And the further I, I get, the, re- the more I realize how how much how amazing you discipled me, and I'm really grateful for the time that we had. Those Friday mornings were gold. I'm still I'm still going through Psalms just because. Um, you're a huge blessing to my life and to my walk with the Lord so thank you for that and I hope for great things I pray for great things for you in Canyon I hope that you guys are doing better and I hope that you're in touch with God and that you're loving every minute of it Yeah. Yep. Blessings to you, brother. Here's what uh here's what Kent Young said about Andrew. Quote, "What makes Andrew a great pastor? He's a great encourager." In the midst of his own struggles, he knows how to still care deeply for others, and I have been the recipient of that. Here's what Stephen Kerr, one of our other pastors, said, quote, Andrew is a man of deep conviction. His work ethic and self-sacrifice are second to none. He was an easy man to pastor with because you never had to question where he stood. He would tell you, with as much grace and tact as possible. Andrew loves people and shows his love through his acts of service. He laid down his preferences and personal comforts for our church for over five years. I'm thankful to call Andrew a friend, and I'm lucky to have been pastored by him for five years. Here's what Luke Snowden said about Andrew. Quote, I watched Andrew labor in silence. He brought an extra pair of clothes to change into before church as he wore work clothes to set up on Sunday mornings. That says everything you need to know about his labor and humility. He is an example of quiet, humble service that challenges me to labor in the strength that only God supplies. And here's another really cool quote. This is actually from Andrew's neighbors in Des Moines who lived right next to him for those five or six years. Quote, Andrew was a great neighbor and our family was blessed to have God place him in our lives, even for a short time. Andrew shared his amazing family with us and it made our life better. We miss them all deeply. Love to Andrew, the pastor, father, husband, and friend. We love you all. Give the family hugs and kisses from the Rileys. How many of our neighbors would say something like that about us? And so I'm well aware of this, the irony of this podcast, because I'm well aware that it's going to kill Andrew to hear this podcast, because he hates the feeling of having the attention spotlight on him. I'm well aware of that irony. But the scriptures are clear, and I am a prisoner to the scriptures. And the scriptures are clear that pastors are worthy of double honor, and by honoring Andrew, we glorify God. So, 
when you think of Andrew and his beautiful family next, pray for them. And when you pray for them, Frontier Church, don't just ask God to help their ministry in Texas. Don't just ask God to continue to sanctify them, but in your prayers, set aside a hefty amount of time to continue to thank God for giving them to us for five or six years. God's ultimate aim in giving us the selves for those years was to glorify and magnify himself so that we would remember the self's living room and remember Tracy and Lydia and Malachi and Abel and remember the time that we spent with Andrew across a cup of coffee and remember his preaching and in remembering all of these things God's ultimate aim is that our remembering would transform into praise praising God for the good gifts that he gives praising God for his perfect nature praising God for his perfect goodness what a gift it was to have the selves as part of our church What a gift it was to have Andrew as my pastor and one of my best friends. And so we love you, Andrew. Happy Pastor Appreciation Month, bro. We miss you deeply and our love for you never wavers. And so we are living, we're in the we're in the early stage of eternal life right now, brothers and sisters. And eternal life does not run out. It doesn't run out. God's mission from day one will still stand true. Jesus came to re-engage in that mission and give himself up for us. So it gives us hope. It gives us hope whenever we deal with death. It gives us hope when we deal with fear. It gives us hope when we're depressed. It gives us hope when we feel like we're being looked over. Eternal life impacts us on a daily basis. For me, it impacts me in this way, that though this is my last Sunday here, and whenever I'm driving to Texas with my moving truck, I can have a smile on my face because I know that a new creation, I'll get to sing songs of Jesus alongside you just like I did this morning. And I get to do that for another year and another year and another year. I'm not going to be restricted by some jazz club anymore. We're going to be in Jesus' presence, experiencing life in the way that God intended us to experience to see Jesus face to face. No setup, that's for sure. Jesus is already doing that for us. He's gone and prepared a place for us. There we go. But man, I'm, I, that's, what, that's, that's where my hope is, is in knowing that Jesus is coming back for me and he's coming back for all of us who believe in Jesus. And nothing will, will hold us back anymore. That our relationships will be changed in the new creation and because of eternal life. Everything about us will change. And God is in the process of changing us already and preparing us for new creation. I can leave with confidence and leave with joy knowing that these five years, I've enjoyed every minute of it, but I'm going to get a lot more than five years in the future with with each of you. I'm so glad that I've been able to be a pastor here. And I love each of you dearly. Let's pray.